I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, welcome back to the news du jour. Happy Friday. Um, real quick, we have a ton of new listeners and I am so excited to welcome you guys into this community and just say thank you for being here. In case you didn't already know, this is a calmer space to consume the news. Hopefully you've gotten that sense already. We do news breakdowns and just try to make it easier for you to digest the news while you're on the go. Whether you're cleaning your house, at the gym, putting on your makeup, on the way to work, we just want to fit seamlessly into your lives and make it easy to keep up with the news and stay informed because that's so important. Um, Really quick, also, whether you've been here a long time or you're new here, I want to let you guys know that we always publish a daily transcript of this podcast to our website. If you go to the top, it's in one of the drop down menus um, and it'll just say transcripts. So you can read every episode that we've ever put out since the beginning of our podcast. So if you want to read our posts from the election season, you can search for those. If you want to get more background on what's been going on in Afghanistan and really see the build up to this, you can search for Afghanistan in those posts. And that's going to garner a ton of hits, you know, the election as well as Afghanistan. But you can go through those posts that mention it and read up on how things kind of progressed and got to this point. And um, that's just another feature that we offer for you guys. So we also do a weekend newsletter, but I talk about that in the outro, so I won't go too deep into that here. But just wanted to let you guys know about some of the other features we offer. Now, without further ado, we'll go ahead and hop into the news. So for our first story today, we're discussing a bomb threat at the Capitol. So yesterday at about 9.15 a.m. in D.C., a man pulled up in a black pickup truck alongside the Library of Congress. He claimed that his truck was full of explosives and He had what looked like a detonator in his hand. For those who don't know, the Library of Congress is right across from the Capitol building and directly next door to the Supreme Court. It's in the heart of Capitol Hill. The Capitol Police, who deserve to be given a little extra paid vacation this year after everything they've been through, evacuated the entire area which is no easy task because there are hordes of tourists, offices, and many important people in and around these areas every single day. Luckily, though, the House and Senate were in recess, which made things a little bit easier, but many of their staff members were still out and about in this area carrying on business like a normal day. 
The man's name was Floyd Ray Roseberry, and he was demanding to speak to President Biden or a representative from the White House. He ranted on Instagram about anger towards Democrats and seems to have been anti-government in general. Police are still investigating whether or not he actually had the truck laced with explosives as of the time I'm writing this or if he was just threatening that he did. I'm sure more details will come out on this story, so stay tuned. And for our next story, R. Kelly's trial begins. I wanted to issue a warning here. This story involves sexual violence. The rapper R. Kelly's trial has begun. He faces many serious charges, such as sex crimes, human trafficking, child pornography, racketeering, and obstruction of justice, just to name a few. There are 22 counts against him in total. The accuser's testimony is opening up the trial. Geronda Pace was the first to testify. She explained that she met R. Kelly when she was just 16, but that he wanted her to dress even younger. He engaged in physical, emotional, and sexual abuse against her. He had rules about how she could speak to him, what she could wear, and even what basketball teams she could root for. She testified that if she did not obey these rules, she was met with violence that often led to rape. His legal team is trying to paint her and Kelly's other accusers as super fans, quote unquote, who are craving his attention. One of R. Kelly's lawyers even accused Geronda of stalking R. Kelly during a cross-examination. They suggested that money and fame have motivated these women to come forward. When we know that women who come forward with such charges face much more backlash than accolades for their actions. Ultimately, the government believes that R. Kelly had conducted a criminal sex scheme involving underage fans that lasted for more than two decades, and they've built a case around that. If you remember, R. Kelly featured prominently during the height of the Me Too movement, as his accusers came out right around that time on BuzzFeed. Following that, The Lifetime documentary chronicling his accused criminal actions came out as well, and that was kind of the nail in his coffin, getting prosecuting offices to really take the case seriously. Kelly had already faced charges for child pornography in the early 2000s and married 15-year-old Aliyah before she tragically died in a plane crash. These legal proceedings will be long and will likely have a lot of ups and downs. And as always, we will keep you guys posted on what you need to know. And for our final story of the week, we have some more Afghanistan updates for you guys. But I did want to issue a warning with this story as well as it involves violence. 
So as we reported in yesterday's episode, there have been protests breaking out in smaller towns around Afghanistan. And now those protests are multiplying. Although the protests are unsurprisingly being met with violence, the people of Afghanistan seem to be ready to fight for their country as their future is so bleak already. And it seems that those protests are now actually spilling over to Kabul near the presidential palace, which is a huge deal. All of this happened yesterday as it was Afghanistan's Independence Day. And you could see people waving the Afghanistan flag and carrying long versions of it and even climbing up flagpoles to post the Afghanistan flag instead of the Taliban flag. And it has been said that this all broke up violently. Reuters reported that people were killed in a smaller town, either by stampede or by shots being fired into the crowd by Taliban fighters. It's a little uncertain as of right now. But things are wildly uncertain in terms of Afghanistan right now in general and really in this whole area of the world. So there will likely be a lot of updates, maybe even on a daily basis on here. So buckle up and let's keep our eyes on it together. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, We don't accomplish anything alone in the world. And whatever happens is the result of a whole tapestry of one's life and all the weavings of individual threads forming to one another and creating something new. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop, tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge, and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour.
broadcasting from. Oh, oh. oh.